Aloha, how's it? What's good, y'all? It's your brother from another mother. It is the soul, brother. Tuesday, March the 28th. I'm hyped today, y'all. Damn is hard being human is the name of this podcast. Because damn it, it is. It is hard as hell to be human. For the amount of crap that we got to go through. It just seems like it just doesn't stop. An incessant barrage of just want and need and hurt, emotions, happy. Like, we're just a, we're a cornucopia of, of hope, of failure, and everything in between. It's... um. It's crazy. And the funny thing about it is that no matter what comes our way, we keep ticking, we keep moving, we keep going. It's the nature of who and what we are, which we don't really know who and what we really are until we find out when we're put into situations. That's when you find out who and what you really are. So I want to talk about that because I'm sure this is going to resonate with a lot of y'all out there. Um, it just seems that no matter how much you try, your best effort isn't good enough sometimes or, you know, you can have a good little spurt and then all of a sudden, bam, there's something that happens. It will derail you. It will put you off. It's going to happen, friends. It's just the nature of being human. But damn, it's hard, though, sometimes, you know, not being able to always get what you you want. Sometimes I not even get what you need, but still you're forced into finding a way to make ends meet, no matter what it is, if it's a day-to-day living or at work or your personal life, no matter what, there's always going to be something that's going to be in your way. It's going to impede you, slow you down, right? But I guess that's kind of, that's kind of at the point where you need to determine if your mentality is half full, half empty, right? If you're negative and you think half empty, then naturally your actions and things that will follow you being human will tend to be more on the pessimistic and negative side of things versus if you see, if you see things half full, you see opportunity, you do see purpose, even though you don't understand, it all comes down to mentality. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I definitely will dive in here in a moment. But I just want to say that regardless of anything that I say, you got to remember that you are human and you do have limitations. doesn't matter how much creatine, how much powder, how much this or that. It don't matter what you do to your body. You can take roids, whatever it is that you think you need to do, which I do not advise. But whatever you think you need to do to be the strongest and the best, it's not going to ever be enough, friends. It's not. And the reason for that is because you have everything already inside of you that you need. See, what we do is we like to equate strength and prestige and power all together. It's because you have money or just because you live in a certain place or just because you're in a certain clique or group. That doesn't mean a damn thing. 
when you're young and, and, and in grade school, high school, all that crap used to matter, you know. But when you get outside of those four walls and you get into this real world, that's where, you know, that's where the people that, that actually can see the bigger picture, the long-term vision, they're more apt to succeed than others, than others who have had it good, didn't really have to work for it, didn't really have to worry about being human. You know, it was, um, it was a daily thing for me when I lived with my grandmother to always be told, no, I can't have something. No, I can't have something. A part of it was because we didn't have enough for me to have that. But the other thing I think low key that she was really trying like to share with me is that, you know, honey, you have everything that you need inside of you like to be successful. You never need to depend on something else or somebody else in order for you to have success. And a lot of the parental units that were in my life at that point and still are, they continue to speak and preach that same message. Right. It's a it's a message of of you looking inside of you for the strength. Right. It doesn't matter what you do. It, it doesn't matter what you take. It doesn't matter what you believe. What you are is inside of you. It's your job to actually look inside, whether you want to or not, and pull out that which is in you. Nurture it, grow it. Take care of it. Grow it and to see what it is exactly that you have been blessed with. We all have been blessed with talents and treasures. But we're not always but we're not always blessed with time to share those uh, talents and treasures with others, even with ourselves sometimes. And to be human means that, you know, we're supposed to experience this life that's in front of us. Albeit, if you believe that this is a simulation, which I think it is. Or if you believe that there's no reason or purpose for you on this earth. Well, there obviously is a reason or purpose for you to be on this earth because you're on this earth. And out of all the trillions and trillions and trillions of planets and solar systems out there in our expansive, expansive, expansive galaxy... And just what they consider space itself. Why are you here right here right now? If you truly honestly believe that you're just here as happenstance or chance, okay, cool. But I think it's a lot bigger than that. And I think the reason why we're here is inside of each and every one of us. What do I think it is? I mean, honestly, I think that there is a creator and many uh, people know him as God. What does God look like? We see pictures, the Bible and different things, and we equate a white man wearing a robe as Jesus, and God is this entity in the clouds that is just bright. He's all-knowing, all-speaking. We don't ever see his face, but he's just there. And after that, it comes us. And we're derived from God through the blood of Jesus. And we're put on this earth. But why? Why, why are we put on this earth? 
Is this some kind of grand experiment? Is this some kind of sick, twisted game that somebody in the multiverse is playing and decided to just uh, create us as little itty-bitty pawns in a little game that they're playing? A galactic game, if you will. At any point, they can just wipe the slate clean, eradicate us. Really sobering like uh, to think that. But if you look back at history and the different folks, people, civilizations that have been here, I, you know, there's remnants of the past everywhere. We are a part of the past as well, even though we haven't even lived our present and don't even understand our future. And that's really big if you think about that, because if you're really looking to understand the who and what you are, the who and what you are, friends, is right here, right now. That's who you are. You're right here, right now. Who exactly are you? That's a loaded question. Some people say you're a person uh, with tattoos, six, seven. You're talking on a microphone. You like to help people. Where other people are like, no, you're a soul essence. This is uh, this body that I have. This is just a shell that houses my essence, that houses my soul. We're all light beings in some distant or near uh, dimension or galaxy. But for our perception on what we see, all we see is what we see. Like for me right now, I'm looking outside, I see trees everywhere. I see some mangoes, avocados. I see a whole lot of tropical plants. I see a house. I see clouds. But what does it mean? I don't know. Nor should I be worried about it. There's enough issues and worries as it is just to be a human being. That I should enjoy this, right? But how? How can we enjoy something that we don't understand, that we don't even know? I mean, all we know is we aimlessly wake up every morning. We know that we have things called responsibilities. So if you have kids, uh, they got to get to school. The doctor, you got to go to this. You got to go to the grocery store. You got to make dinner. You got to do laundry. If you have some time, you can sit down and watch this thing called a TV. And we make these things this, you know, uh, call a life. And these routines and different hobbies and, and things that we like to do, things that we want to do. And we put all these little itty bitty things all together in the course of what we call a day. We stack them up on one another and we go about our quote unquote day. To, um, we go uh, about our day trying to do these things that we think that we need to do. Very rare do we put anything fun in there. And if we do, maybe we, then uh, maybe uh, we're the partying type. Don't really take this thing called life serious. We have no cares. We're carefree. A.K.A. my free birds. When we're young and naive, we don't really understand the concept of death and life. All we know is that we're just here right now. And we want to go do something and have fun. I can think back right now. I'm putting myself back close to 30 years ago when I was living in Newton, Kansas, running around that city as a young kid, just having fun, 
and going to Spencer's up on Broadway, hanging out with my cousins, hanging out with my family, or going up to, to different cities. Newton to me was huge. I didn't really understand the concept of it. It was like large to me. The older I got, I started like to realize Newton is not that big. <laughs> and there's more out there outside of Newton than just Newton. So I venture out. I make my way to Kansas City. I'm like, ooh, wow, it's cool. Of course, I lived in New York and, and different other places. So it's like slowly, slowly, as I get older, I start to expand. Why? Because these things that I have to do every day or these things that I'm responsible for, they're morphing, they're changing. My kids are getting older. Damn, that means I, I, it's just like, okay, so that means I have to keep a full-time job and, and keep all the benefits and different things and help them like do different schools and colleges and, and elementary school and take care of supplies, you know, all that stuff. Oh, yeah, and by the way, on top of that, I got to pay these things called bills, and it's just never freaking ending. Like, we're put on this earth to live and experience and enjoy it, but it seems as though we're kind of indebted to the uh, to the system and the institution that we call life. In order to live this life, there's a lot of other things that we have to do. Like, we got to give other people money i.e. the IRS, just to continue to to uh, survive every year. We have to make sure that we walk that fine line not to break any things that they call laws. Because if we do that, then they're going to put us in jail. We got to be nice to one another without trying to hurt one another. Otherwise, they're going to put us in jail. Or if we do something even, even uh, worse than that, then uh, maybe prison. And it just becomes so much like there's all these things that we have to do. You know, it's like it's never ending. I promised this person I would do that. I have to do this today. Oh, I forgot. I got to go do this day. I have a daughter's appointment. It's like I can tell you right now in my life, that's what I'm feeling is just constant stress. There's always something that I got to be doing, partly because I'm working on my health and different things like that. I got a job that I got to do. I got kids. I have a kid that has COVID right now. I'm trying to help her through it. Right, I have to continue and maintain and take care of my household. And then it's like, uh, by the time it's all said and done and you take a deep breath, it's like 11.30 at night, midnight, sometimes 1 or 2 a.m. So then you call yourself trying to go and get this uh, stuff called sleep that's supposed to help you. But it doesn't always help you because depending on what you did all day, it could have you wired up all night so that that thing called sleep just never happens. And then you go into the next day. If you didn't have a lot of sleep, you're sleepless, you're stressing. Now your emotions start to be on on the rise. All those things that were easy yesterday aren't that easy today because now you're like cranky, tired. So you're saying, damn, you, you know, you're really painting a bleak picture, brother. I mean, yeah, to be human is hard. And I think a lot of y'all that are out there struggling, stressing, you got to remember that everything that I just said and more, of course, now put your situations into the uh, fray there. You got to be lenient with yourself, friends. We can't expect that we're just going to have a good time out every day. 
I wish it was that way. You know, but then I really don't wish it because if I wished it, yeah, for my own sanity, if I knew what was coming, then I would know. <sighs> I would be able to get in front of the stress, pressures, and different things like that, right? But then there's a part of me that's like, no, I really don't want to know. I really don't I want it like, like to be that way, uh, actually. Where every day is different. That's kind of what is the, that's the invigorating factor of life that keeps life interesting. Every day is something different. So while we do like some variety, we don't want the variety like to be too much, right? Like we're really picky, you know, like we got this. It, it, it's like there's certain controls that have to be set a certain way. This experiment has to go this way. I don't mind a little bit of stress. I just don't want this, 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 that. And, you know, at the end of the day, you're not entitled like to that. Now, if you live a life like that and you can say, I live a life like that, so I don't know what you're talking about. You do that. And I'm happy for you. But at some point, if you want to grow and be what you're supposed to be, then you'll come back and you'll listen to this podcast and you'll realize what I'm saying. See, to evolve is a steady activity. It's a daily activity that happens every day. There's not just you can evolve for like a week or a month and then you're good to go. No. Until the day that you're playing with the worms, you will consistently always have changes that you're going to have to go through. Life is not stable. (laughs) And while that can sound negative... If you listen to it, life is not stable. That means that there's possibilities in life. And it also comes down to your perspective. If you see things like this as hard or tough, yeah, you're going to have a hard time with it. But as free as the bird flies, as fluid as the air is, is how you need to be. You may have a path that you need to go on, but you just need to be aware that you may get knocked off that path here or there. And while we all, we all have been through it, right? We all have been through it. It it has happened. Things could be going so great and good. And all of a sudden, bam, something knocks you off kilter. You're not in the same flow that you was in. If you were in a good rut in life or if you had a certain system of things that you do and and things like that, one little thing will put it off. That's one of the joys, I guess, of of life, especially like for me, because for me, before I was a working individual and I was just a student in school or just a child trying to understand like life when things would change i would not get irritated but it was just frustrating because i wanted it to go a certain way aka my way (laughs) most of the time i could get things like to go my way every now and then i had these situations where there would be a a parental unit and um, they would tell me no i didn't like that now we had something called stress I didn't like that I couldn't have or do what it was that I was trying to have or do. 
because another person told me that I can't have it. Right? Frustrating. Frustrating. But when I look at life now and me and me having played sports, I think really helps. Especially a team sport. So not just an individual sport like track or or you know or like um you know, like um anything that's just an, an individual. But for me I play basketball and so it takes a team of people. And that team of people basically each person has their own assignments. Now depending on your team, right? Some people may know other assignments so they can interchange. It's good to be interchangeable, especially in life. In basketball, of course, because then they can't guard you. But in life, even more deadly. Because then you're kind of what we call a, a chameleon. doesn't matter where you're put at in any situation. You're going uh, to flourish and you're going to thrive for the simple fact that you know what it takes to be in each position or play each position. So when things shift or change on you at the last second, you can kind of move with it and go with it. Versus that person that only plays one position or or only does does one thing in life. And when and when uh, their happy path is affected, they obviously get irate, upset. They don't like. So and what that turns to is uh, basically stress or frustration for some people. They go all out. They could turn to to alcohol or even worse, like drugs or different things. They develop vices. Because a lot of these things, when things don't go our way, we turn to other things that we can control, that we have full control over, so that we can still feel like we're in control. But in actuality, you're not. And so uh, for the person that uh, turns like to alcohol, drugs, or worse, the only thing that they do is they put their own life and health at risk by continuing to to do those things that they know are not good for them, their attitude changes and their perception is, I don't care, it's whatever, I don't give a damn, right? That's typical behavior when we don't get our way, that's what we do. And what that generally leads to, obviously, health problems, or even worse, it could, it could resort to, uh, to you uh, being compromised in some way, form, or fashion in this life, or even your life. And people are okay with that. Why? Because they don't truly understand what it means, the blessing to actually live a life. They take it for granted every day. They think, oh, yeah, hey, uh, that's the kind, that's what we're supposed to do, you know. Go out there and drink bottles and do that. Yeah, we don't really have to be motivated in life. We just have to do enough just to have cookouts and just to make enough money and blah, 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 blah. I mean, I doubt that's the reason why you were put here. I mean, out of a trillion and one odds or something, you managed to be that one and make it here on this earth and you come to this earth and and you waste your time like that. I know it can be hard like sometimes, but you resort like to making life even harder for you. And you're like, well, I don't understand. How's it hard for me when I get to do what I want and, and, and the things that I'm doing are making me feel good? You go drink a fifth or you just go and smoke or whatever and you do this or that. It makes you feel good. Yeah, that's the illusion that it makes you feel good. But then 
the reality of feeling good is basically, you know, those things, those chemicals and those different things affect your brain and your physiology and the chemicals in there. And it gives you imbalances here or there, or it puts you at a risk because other pieces and parts of your body start suffering. If you drink a lot, then your liver. If you smoke a lot, your lungs. If you do a lot of drugs, your heart, your mind, your soul. So in actuality, you're really not free. It's better if you struggle through and learn how and what it is to really be human. Yeah, it sucks sometimes, friends. I get it. Hell yeah, I get it. I'm going through a whole lot right now. But at no point have I ever told myself, you know, I'm just going to quit and just take the easy road out. I know lots of people that they just like to smoke weed just to kind of smoke their problems away. But in actuality, you're not really smoking your problems away. You're smoking more problems to you. Eventually, all that weed will catch up to you. Or even worse, a cop could be in the area, bust you. You can get in you can get in trouble for having the paraphernalia or other things associated like with that. Or even an alcoholic. I see it here on Kauai a lot. Like there's a lot of homeless that basically are alkies. And they hit that sauce real hard. And to them, in their mindset, in their perception, that's what they need like for life. That's what helps them get through. Do I think it's wise? No. But who am I to judge? I'm not in their life. I don't know their problems. I don't know like what's going on. As a general idea, I don't necessarily feel that you need to turn to anything to get by. I think that a lot of us just need to sit down and just resign like to the fact that our expectations won't always be met. And so sometimes, just sometimes, we're going to have to go through this hard thing called life. And if you look at it from a different perspective, if you look at it as not being hard, this is going to suck, man, I don't want to do this. If you look at it as, you know, this is not ideal, but I'm going to learn something from this. I'm going to get I'm going to get something out of this. You know, I'm going to get a new skill or I'm going to learn how to get along with people or, you know, um, I mean, you know. Whatever it is that you struggle with, look at it from a different perspective and look at it as what it can do or what it can bring to your life instead of how it affects it. Because a whole lot of our mentalities, it's already that reactive, like we don't necessarily look at things in a proactive manner to try to understand if I can get in front of this next time, I could be better for it and I can be in this position, that position or this position. Right. I mean, good things. Things that you can look forward to, not necessarily anything that that, you know, is bad. That's why I feel like while it is hard to be human, my God, it is. A lot of it, it comes from just our mentality. And that we think it's hard because we don't necessarily sit and take time to understand why we have the stress. See, friends, if we sat longer, if we if uh, we sat longer and thought about why we're feeling stress about a certain thing or situation that is in our life. And if we can try to find constructive ways of trying to resolve that stress and then cleanly moving forward from there, you'll find that you'll have less 
less stressors hanging around in your life. You're always going to have stress. So don't even think that you can get rid of it. Because if you think that, you're foolish for even thinking that, number one. So I'm just going to tell you right now. For anyone that's young, that's coming into young adulthood, if you're trying to eliminate stress, stress is a good thing. I know people are like, what the heck? Stress is a good thing, friends. Stress, actually, if you look at it this way, if stress, when things like that happen, stress actually will motivate you to want to do something different or better to avoid that next time. You're not avoiding the stress. You're allowing the stress to kind of motivate you, right? And then you do better next time. At some point, if you continue to have that attitude and if you move through life that way, that's how you're going to evolve. Stress is made to actually grow you. If I, if I sit here and talk about everything that's ever come into my life that I did not like, despised, even hated, and I don't use the word hate, but there's been some things in my life that I have just hated that have happened to me that I had to deal with. But you know what? I'm glad that I stopped and I took the time. Once I was mature enough to understand that I can't keep going around this stuff. I can't keep on acting like this stuff doesn't exist. I just need to deal with this head on. So I would just put down my boxing gloves, stand tall, stand firm, and just let the stress come at me. Would it be uncomfortable? Hell yeah. Stress is not A. When stress happens and it's laced with anxiety, ooh, it can be the worst. But you know what? The more you continue to allow the stress to come through you and in you. Now, notice I said through you. I didn't say stay in you. I said come through you. That is a mental thing that you have to make the decision on. You're going to allow stress to to actually meet you and come to you. You say, okay, you know what? I appreciate you coming. I don't like you being here. Let me try to understand what you're saying and let me learn from it. Learn from it. Take something from that. Put it in your ethereal databank so that the next time that it happens in life, you already know what you need to do to avoid stress. Right. You can't avoid it all. Sometimes there's just going to be stress that comes. You can't avoid and You just got to go ahead and you just got to deal with it. But at least you'll have the tools. It's like a vaccine. They have to pump you full of the virus in order for your body to actually respond so that when it actually sees the virus, like for real, for real, then it knows, oh, hey, I've seen you before. Hey, yo, come here. Here come the T-cells. Bam, bam, bam. Knock it out. Right? Same way. Same way. Life is not meant to be easy, because if it was, then there wouldn't really be a reason to, to live it, to be honest. I wouldn't want to live a life that was already predestined, and I knew everything, and it was always good. I would want to know or go through some struggle to appreciate this, you know? And I can tell you, I can sit here, I appreciate the stress that I've been through. Because if I hadn't have been through some things, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you. I wouldn't be as mature as I am, right? It just would have never have happened. It would never have happened. So I'm eternally grateful, like, for stress. And when it comes, I have my own little system. You see, I'm, I'm a kind of a, a nerd. So when things happen to me, I pull out the tool of my choice, whether it's a mind map. And I would just map out everything that is just happening or going on that's in my brain. Get it out of my head and put it on paper or an electronic canvas, something. Notes, 
And then I study those things. Some people say you psychoanalyze it, not like a psycho, but I analyze it to understand it so that I can see patterns. Most of the time when stress is in our life or it keeps coming at us, it's because of something that we're doing to, and that we're allowing it in every time. So if I can start to analyze and see what I'm doing and see what steps I'm walking, maybe I can try to fix the overall, you know, um, uh, the overall result that I would get when things happen and how I handle it. Like that's truly, honestly, the best and only way like to do it. Know that life is hard, friends. Don't try to avoid it. Embrace that. Every now and then, she's going to throw you some uh, good times. Enjoy those. You may be in a good season of good. Enjoy that. Because when your season of not good comes, enjoy that too. I guarantee you, in the season of good, you won't really evolve as much as you will in the season of not good. But when you go through the season of not good, when you come out on the other side, you're going to have longer seasons of good. Never fails. You got to be willing to stop and do the homework. If you're not willing to do the homework, it'll, it'll still be there for you. You just won't have access to it until you deal with some of the things. A lot of us like to put our demons off. Why? Because we like our demons. We like, to, we like uh, to keep them there because it's easy for us uh, to rely on those things. Because Lord knows, I used, to, I used to do that all the time. But as I kind of grew up and I started having, having uh, kids, family, responsibilities, and things like that, it's like, you know, looky here, man. It's, I have to deal with things as they come because if I don't deal with things as they come, as a father, right, as the man in the relationship... That actually could affect my home. And that's something that I take serious. When things start to affect my home and my family, and it's things that I didn't take care of, there's just, no. There's no place for that in my life. So, yeah, it's hard to be human. But it all comes down to, mentally, are you willing to embrace those hardships? And make something good out of them? Or are you just going to continue to complain and keep on living in the same rut or the same routine that you're living in, thinking that any day there's going to be change coming? No, there won't, friends. Change ain't going to come until you actually want it to come. And it's not and it's not. And it's not as easy as just saying it. Like when you want it like to come, you actually have to actually put it in out there into God in the universe and say, I'm tired of this. Changes must happen now and then stick to it. If you have a drug addiction, alcohol, any type of addiction, if, if, uh, you, if uh, you lie a lot or, you know, you hurt people uh, because of, of your own ignorance, whatever it is that you struggle with. Just say stop. Find a good support group. Church is a good place to start. If you're not religious, church is still a good place to start. Friends, if your friends are feeding into that, it might be time for some new friends, y'all. Birds of the same feather flock together. So if there's things that continuously keep plaguing you in your life, you got to want to make that change and if you don't want to make that change then change is not going to want to come to you so you 
That's just the way that that goes. It's really cool how that one hand washes the other. Right. If you want something to happen in your life, you got to have the intent. You got to show that intent to have that thing happen. Because God's always listening. But God also knows that some people are ready and some people aren't. But he knows and you know when you're ready. I want to give a shout out to my homeboy, Alan. And my cousin, Russ. I see all of y'all, man. Uh, y'all are making some big changes. Love for that. Y'all are tired of the way that it's been. I commend you for that. It takes a man. And if you're a woman, it takes it takes a woman. It takes an adult to stand up and know that, you know, I don't. This is not cool where I'm at. I ain't down with that. It used to be cool because I was kicking with the homies, but it ain't really cool now because the homies ain't helping me. And I see I'm stuck over here in my own rut and they over there doing their own thing. That's why I tell y'all and that's why everyone says, I know your parents have said this. The truth starts within you. It don't start with somebody else or some other ideal. It starts with you, friends. Always. And much love to all y'all who are out there trying to make a change. And y'all are like, man, this is hard. I know it's hard. Keep going. It's not supposed to be easy. If it was easy and if you don't work for it, then what's the need in really having it? There really wouldn't be a need. You're going through a season of change because there's something that you need to change and it's something that you need to learn. And before you can make the change, you have to learn that uh, new thing in order to understand how to make the change. That's what's so brilliant about this. You got to have faith in and of yourself and patience to see this thing through something different than what you've ever done. I know, like for me, I've always ate good, you know, but I always, always I like my junk food. When I went through all my illness uh, at the end of last year and the beginning of this year, I had just had enough. I was, I mean, you know, I was kind of walking in the footsteps of my old man. Uh, much love to him. He loves his cookies, his pastries, his baked items, you know. And he's, you know, and um, uh, he deals like with diabetes. So, you know, like for me, I'm like, you know, while I didn't necessarily eat as much as he uh, used to, I ate enough like for me to be like, OK, this is like I got to make some changes, man. Because, you know, if things are hereditary, you know, and I'm it's like and if I'm consistently using sugar, which is my main thing, it's sugar and greasy foods. If I'm using those to actually try to to fill a void. Well, first of all, I need to understand what void is there. Why do I feel the need to do this and eat this way? And, you know, so there is a psychology of behind everything especially eating. And if you're willing to stop and think it through, write it down. A lot of people, they need to go and talk to someone and lay on the couch. If that's what you need to do, do it. But a lot of it starts with the nose, friends. You already know what you need for you. You just don't want to do it because it's hard. That's the reality of the situation. And so because it's hard, then we want to be like, man, this sucks, man. Yeah, it does suck. And yeah, it's going to be hard, but that's not a good reason to not try to do something and change and evolve. Maturity takes a person that's willing like to hang in there, even though they know it's going to be tough and hard. That's perseverance. That uh, requires patience like to know it's not going to happen like tomorrow, maybe not next week, maybe not even uh, next month or next year. 
you got to start working towards it now. You know, and then that persistence, you know, that you got to just keep that edge about you that you consistently want to get better on those bad days. You know, it's tempting to give up. No, I don't give up. Keep keep pushing. Keep pushing. There ain't no need to give up because if you give up, then you know what? You're right back at square one. Is that bad? Not necessarily. The way I look at that is you didn't quit. You just need to create a new beginning. Maybe your last beginning wasn't working for you. That's fine. Reinvent yourself and come back at it from a different angle. That's what grown folks do. That's what mature people do. Right? I've been reinventing myself for the longest time. But every time that I reinvented myself, I found that there was something that I didn't know that I possessed inside of me that I could do that I now currently use in my everyday, day-to-day life. That... Uh, not only helps me be a better person, but helps alleviate a lot of stress. It's funny when you can start to see those correlations, then you're going to understand everything that I'm saying. It's going to make sense to you. But you got to do the work, friends. How long is it going to take? Don't worry about how long it takes. Don't worry about that. It might take a whole lifetime. So don't worry about that. Just try to be different. For your own sake. Right? But at the same time that I say all this, in closing, just understand that it is hard to be a human being. <laughs> no doubt. It's just it's just hard. It's hard. You gotta take it day by day. But while you're going through what that some people call stresses or struggles. Remember, all that is opportunities to do things differently. So if you consistently continue to do things the same way and get the same results, try something different, friends. On a small scale first, don't do anything drastic. Like if you haven't ran a day in your life, don't go trying to run one, uh, uh, one mile. That just don't make sense. Start walking at a slow pace, then a medium pace, then start fast walking over the course of weeks, then start jogging, then start to lightly run, then start running. If you build yourself up over time with anything that you do, and if you give yourself a lot of love and patience and time, hopefully um, you can make uh, being human fun. One love is always, y'all. This is the Soul Brother. Aloha, how's it? What's good, y'all? This is your brother from another mother. It is the Soul Brother. I just wanted to say that I appreciate your love and your support. Soul Brother is not just a blog. It's not just a podcast. It's my purpose. It's my life's mission. Getting out there, spreading the good word and being real. Always being real and staying so full in the process. So... I appreciate y'all. Please spread the word. Soul Brother, S-O-U-L-B-R-A-D-D-A dot com. One love as always.